Welcome to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm a multiple six-figure entrepreneur, business, and manifestation mentor, and I'm known as the Thrive Queen. This podcast is where we talk about sex, health, spirituality, business, and living life on your own terms. My clients are go-getters, action-takers, and do not settle for anything other than living a fuck-yes life. I'm obsessed with helping you thrive in all areas of your life, and if that vibes with you, welcome. I'm so, so, so happy you're here. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. This is your host, Johnny Agresta, and today we have a super special episode. I say that it's special because I really hope that it brings you light and awareness to what's possible in your life, because the the core of my work is to help you thrive, is to help you define what thriving means to you, and is to help you feel that just insanely lit up for life feeling, that insanely just fuck yes feeling, going after what you want, knowing your power, knowing you're, you're on the right fucking path when you say yes to things that feel like a true fuck yes to you, and really living from that space. And I titled this podcast, if you're not smiling every day or happy every day or laughing every day, whatever I chose, um... There, there's something wrong. <laughs> and so in this podcast, I'm going to go through a list of signs that I have come to learn that indicates that you're not thriving. Okay, now this list is going to differ for everybody, but generally it's kind of the same. <laughs> and so I hope that this that this list brings awareness to habits that might feel normal to you but I hope you know that it doesn't have to be your normal because just because it's been the way that you've been forever or a long time or what's been exemplified to you in society, it doesn't mean that it has to be your way of of living. So again, feel free to change this list, add to it, decide that something's not right for you, come back to it. And I recommend for you to do the work to get clear on what the signs are that you're not thriving. A few years ago, I had enrolled in a mastermind before we get into the list story time. A few years ago, I had enrolled in a mastermind and I remember my, uh, my mentors asking me what, like, how will we know that you're struggling? Like what signs are there? How will we know how to support you, et cetera, et cetera. And I was just like, ask me if I'm having sex. <laughs> Like one of the mentors that I was, it was two people on the call who I was talking to. And one of one of them, one of my mentors, I had known for a while and like kind of knew what to expect from me, <laughs> but the other one didn't. And he was like, oh, okay, we're just going straight into that. <laughs> and I was like, yes, we are. Because if I'm not having sex, this is the first sign that you're not thriving, that you don't have a sex drive. Because if I'm not having sex, that means that there is a part of me that I am really judging I'm not taking care of myself. I don't feel good internally. I don't feel connected to myself, let alone my partner. 
Um, I don't feel like I have space and time to put into things that really light me up because let's be real, having orgasms lights you up in many ways. (laughs) And for me, the no sex is just always a telltale sign. Like, do I want to have sex? Not even like, am I having sex? But like, that's one thing, but it's also dependent on like, do you have a partner? How is your partner feeling? You know, you can be thriving and your partner can be really just down, you know, or really struggling with something or be really exhausted or be sick, you know? So it's more like, do you want to have sex? Do you have that sex drive? Um, Yeah. And for many of my clients, it's it's a really, really beautiful sign that like could be a red flag. So pay attention to that. The second thing, the second sign that you're not thriving could be you're not laughing daily. And I think that's the title of this podcast, if I didn't change it already. (laughs) Um, And I don't mean like, you know, if you're going through a really big time of grief or a big time of struggle or you know, just processing really deep things or painful things, like, you should be laughing, bitch, like, no, (laughs) but what I am saying is that throughout the day, there, even in those really deep moments, there can be moments of joy, and I laugh at myself all day long, (laughs) I laugh when I feel awkward, (laughs) and I also just laugh, like, I don't know, at stupid things, at silly things, at things just that trigger me to be like, oh, (laughs) that was funny. (laughs) And so just allowing yourself to have joy throughout the day. That's what it really comes down to. Even in the most difficult days, most difficult times in your life, you get to still have joy. You get to still laugh. And if you're not in one of those deep grieving processes or something, you know, really traumatic just happened or whatever, you're just struggling and you're not laughing every day, that that really is a telltale sign that you are not thriving, that there's really, maybe you're waiting for something to happen to help you laugh. (laughs) Maybe you're waiting for something in your life to get better, to actually enjoy it, to the money gets better, to the belly fat comes off, to whatever, um, to you sign another client, right? And it's just like waiting to enjoy your life is certainly not thriving. And waiting to laugh is like, what? (laughs) It's like you can laugh now. You can enjoy things now. You can be playful now. You can be light now. And still get to where you want to go and still do the things that you want to do. For me, a lot of my life, I did not laugh. Um, I struggled with enjoying myself. I was, number one, I believe it was a trauma response from me, from me not processing things from when I was a child, um, specifically like the death of my father and other things that happened. Um, because if you're not allowing yourself to feel sad and you're just pushing those emotions down, then you also consequently are not allowing yourself to feel happy and feel laughter and feel light and happy and I've made quotes on this before that the deeper you allow yourself to feel pain the more or the deeper you allow yourself to feel ecstasy and you can't just expect to just feel good things in order to feel the good things you have to process the things that we judge as not so good the things that are really painful And 
if you're in a place where not laughing is your normal, there's likely something that has happened previously to you that was really painful and that you did not acknowledge. And so the work to do around actually being able to laugh every day is not just allowing yourself to have fun in this like fake, like whimsical way. Like, sure, that can be a thing. But if you want true laughter, that true just lightness, that true just playfulness, it has to come from you removing or allowing the the pain and the grief and the struggles and the whatever to move through you. Right. And so. That's what I have to say about laughing daily. (laughs) The next sign that you are not thriving is you're not feeling playful. This again goes with laughter. You're not feeling playful. (laughs) You know, as a child, we just, we play with everything. We play with fucking rocks. I have like a bunch of crystals in my house and my niece and nephew were over last week and they were just like, what are all these rocks? They're so pretty. And just like, you know, playing with them and not saying pick up rocks and play with them if you want to. Cool. But like... Just that little childlike excitement that you get to have as a child doesn't have to go away as an adult. And if you didn't allow yourself to have it as a child or you weren't allowed to have it as a child, for whatever reason, you're not going to have it as an adult. And it doesn't mean that you can't ever have it. It means that you have to do the work to get back to that natural state of bliss, that natural state of love, that natural state of thriving. You know, thriving is less about being something else or doing anything to make yourself thrive. I'm going to thrive today. I'm going to thrive today. Like, yes, there are things you get to do, but the things you do actually just elicit the response of you coming back to yourself. And when you come back to yourself and you come back to your natural state of being, which is love, it's just everything else falls into place. So yes, there are certain practices that you can do and you can literally do things that you just love for no other reason. Like piano playing for me is just literally, there's no other reason to do it other than the fact that I love it. And so doing things like that and scheduling in time for yourself is really important. But you also, again, like we talked about before, you need to let those, the pain move through you. And that will create space for you to feel this bliss, feel this ecstasy, feel this thriving feeling. And be able to feel playful and laugh every single day. Um, Okay, another sign that you're not thriving. Number four, you wake up every day feeling some sort of like, oh, it's fucking Wednesday. (laughs) Fucking Wednesday. (laughs) And I get it. You might be in a job that doesn't feel the best. You might have something on Friday that you're really fucking looking forward to. Or maybe it's just like every single day, except for maybe one day of the week, maybe Saturday, like feels good or feels bad. Saturday might be the only day that can feel good, whatever, whatever happens in your life. I want you to notice that pattern because it is not okay that you are waking up every day feeling this sense of, ugh, it's fucking Wednesday. And I'm not going to lie to you and say that everything on your to-do list should feel really good and everything about your work should feel the best. And like, I just don't think that's a thing. I think there are times when, you know, we're going to struggle through anything. We're fucking human. It's just the journey. But generally, the vibe of waking up gets to be like, fuck, it's Wednesday. Or I, I don't even consider days. Like, I just have a calendar that I put like appointments in but I don't consider like oh it's the I don't know what day it is the 15th today it's Wednesday the 15th today like I just think of fuck yes it's another day on this earth 
I don't care about time. I don't care about, I don't know, <laughs> like weather. Like I don't, I just don't pay attention to anything other than like celebrating the fact that I'm alive on this earth. Because there's one day where we're not going to be, you know, and as morbid as that is, it's just, it's really true. And maybe it's really close to me. And that concept really touches me because I've lost a lot, basically all of the close people in my life, except for like three <laughs> that uh, are part of my biological family. But, you know, it's just, it's just true. One day we're not going to be here. And until you start looking at life as that, you will never start seizing the day. What is it? Carpe diem, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't know anything about Latin, but I think that's the uh, the term. And it, it's a term, and it's a cliche for a reason. You know, if you're not living like today is your last and giving it your all and actually enjoying the day and waking up and being like, "Fuck yes, today's the day <laughs> to do what to live." I don't know. <laughs> you know, just it might be feeling like you have to force that initially. I know a few years ago when I started really embracing these concepts, it was, I definitely like had to force it and I had to force myself to write a gratitude list and I had to force myself to really pay attention to how I was feeling and shift everything. But now it's just a normal way of being. And it's just so much better when you can wake up and be like, fuck yes, today is Wednesday. Then like, uh, it's Wednesday, (laughs) right? Okay, last thing I'm going to say about that topic. Oh, fuck. Wait, what was I going to say? Hold on. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? Oh. So if you're waking up and every day there's something on your list, if you're waking up every day, there's something on your list that you are just dreading or the entire day you're just dreading for whatever reason, you got to change what you're surrounding yourself with. Like there's There's no need for you to not love the work you do. There's no need for you to have a two-hour fucking commute or any commute at all if you don't want one. There's no need for you to be like, oh, today's just going to be such a busy day. I know I'm going to get so fucking starving. I know I'm going to get so whatever. Like, There's no need for that. That is one of the biggest reasons why I became an entrepreneur because... I had worked in so many jobs as a dietitian, as a personal trainer, like any job I could think of, I had tried. And all of them led me down the same path of waking up and being like, oh, it's a fucking Wednesday. I have this meeting or I have to fucking do this today or, oh, I have to, you know, whatever. And the only happy day that I had was like Friday when I would get paid. And I think I got paid every other Friday. And I was like, yeah. And then I would get like a few hundred dollars and be like, yeah. (laughs) Like it's one of the biggest reasons I became an entrepreneur and why I believe that we all can cultivate a life through entrepreneurship. But if entrepreneurship isn't your thing, don't stay in a fucking sucky job any way, shape or form. There are good jobs out there. Don't stop until you get one. Even if you're not qualified for it, for it right now, work to be qualified for it. And if it's going to be 30 fucking years and you're not going to want to wait fucking 30 years, change it. <laughs> change your career path. <laughs> change the field within your career path. Change something. But stop staying in shit that makes you fucking miserable. It's very simple. You're the only one who's going to change it. No one's going to come and like wave this little wand on top of your fucking head while you're sleeping and you're going to wake up and like have something else. Like only you can do that. Only you can say, fuck no, I'm not doing that anymore. And fuck yes, I'm doing that. 
And if you don't know what those two things are, just start doing something else. (laughs) Start looking, start finding something else. Stop just staying where you are because if you're waking up every day and you're like, oh, it's a fucking Wednesday. (laughs) You're gonna look back on your life and be like, oh, God damn it. That was not enjoyable. If you're not enjoying your life, what are you doing, right? Okay, so that's a telltale sign that you are not thriving. Number five or whatever number we're on. You consistently don't have energy to push. Whether that's in the gym, whether that's in your business, whether that's in like cleaning up your house and just you're in a state of just complacency you know like not really having the energy to do much so they're not really doing much you're not doing things you love you're kind of just coasting by maybe watching some tv maybe going to a job and clocking in and out like just this like okay this is the way it's gonna be you know maybe calling up your mom later or your friend later and just fucking complaining about things and you know, going to bed and being like, oh, I have so much anxiety, I just need to get to bed right now. Like, it just, it doesn't have to be that way. I get it, I've been there, I don't know exactly where you are, and I will never claim to, but I get what it was like for me, and you might think that where I am at is just so far away from where you are, and it's just, it, it really isn't. I guarantee you, I've been somewhere where you are right now. We all... A lot of us go through very similar experiences. And I know what it's like to have issues fucking sleeping and to need to smoke weed just to relax in the evenings and having that be the only time when you actually feel happy or relaxed or this false sense of happiness, really. And this kind of blur before you fall asleep and then you're like, oh, what were were we watching last night? (laughs) You know? I know what it's like to wake up just with so much fucking anxiety trying to figure out how can I get out of life today? From that place, I would manifest different like sicknesses and I would manifest just having no energy and I would just manifest all these things that would allow me to excuse myself from life or work or school. I know what it's like to be so far in fucking debt with no fucking way out and nobody fucking coming to save you. I get it. Like, I'm pausing because I don't, I don't fully know what you're going through, but I know that it can get really bad. And I know at my worst times, it didn't feel like there was a different way. And I would look at really happy people, really light people, people who were successful in the way that I wanted to be. And I would just be jealous. And I would consume their shit on Instagram and scroll through And then I would just feel even worse about myself, but be like addicted to the scroll, addicted to watching them. And now I I live that same life. I mean, I don't know who the fuck you're comparing this to, but like, I can tell you I'm really fucking happy and I want to see you happy. You deserve to be happy. You can be happy. Like what? To think that you can't be happy? You know, my husband has these ridiculous tattoos on his knees that I have really disliked since I've met him. It's, he has death and taxes, one on either knee. And they're really beautiful tattoos. I love his tattoo artist, but when I met him, I was like, what, what is that? He's like, it's the only two things um, 
whatchamacallit, what, what's the saying? It's only two things promised in life. And I was like, I don't even think that's true. I don't know, like Thomas Jefferson said it or some shit like that. Like, I believe that love is something that is promised in life. You just have to be willing to allow it and not think that death and taxes are the only two things <laughs> promised in life. <laughs> like, why am I going to listen to this abstract idea about what is promised? And like, if I move to Puerto Rico, I don't have to pay fucking taxes. So that's a fucking lie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I don't ever profit in my business, I don't pay any taxes. So that is a lie. Like there's ways around that death. I agree. But you know what I mean? Like you can either think negatively about everything or you can think positively and you can find ways to think positively. And it's not this false sense of positivity. It's this like true sense of creation, true sense of connection, true sense of like, ah, oh, this gets to be my life, you know, and things can suck, but I'm not going to focus on that. All right, so if you don't consistently have the energy to push yourself and work out, it's likely because, or push yourself in your business, whatever, it's likely because your energy is being taken up by all of this negativity that you don't have any more to give. Like, it's not like, oh, just push yourself and go do the things, bitch, grind or die. <laughs> it's like, process the things and look at the things that you're currently thinking, don't just allow them to be there. Actually start to think about them. Actually start to be present with them. And once you're present with them, you're going to start to see that it's just taking up so much energy. It takes so much energy to be negative. Oh my goodness, it takes up so much time, so much energy, so much, just everything to be negative. You have so much more space when you feel positive. You have so much space when you live from this place of gratitude and this place of lightness and playfulness and this place of thriving knowing that life can get better and it can get better and it can get better even if it's not better right now okay next sign that you are not thriving <laughs> you're not shitting daily <laughs> i still laugh no matter how many times i talk about poop <laughs> i'm a i was a dietitian <laughs> And still talking about bodily functions still makes it just whatever funny. We're going to do the thing though. And so you need to poop every day. <laughs> like I don't know how else to say it and how else to like get the point across. But you need to be shitting every day. Most of the time. Some people say you need to be shitting multiple times a day. If that's you, fucking all the more power to you as long as it's like formed poop. Your poop should really be long, <laughs> thick. <laughs> We're just going to do the thing. Um, it should come out easily. It shouldn't be this 45-minute little pellet coming out of your asshole type things. It should be this easily, oh shit, I have to poop, thing that just comes out. And you shouldn't need coffee. You shouldn't need laxatives. You shouldn't need motility stimulators or shouldn't need anything. Your body should excrete normally <laughs> on its own, <laughs> completely on its own. Um, you shouldn't need a cigarette before you poop. Like if you're a smoker or you know any smokers, they always say that. <sighs> There's so many things that could be the reason why you're not shitting daily. 
It could be your intake, your fat intake, your fiber intake, your water intake, how much you're actually moving. Um, It could be your stress levels, if there's any unprocessed trauma that's still within your body. Like our body holds on to things as a response to something. You have to figure out what that something is. And not pooping every day, coming back to like the thriving feeling. Now, if you don't know my poop story, in case you were curious... (laughs) I spent most of my life not shitting. (laughs) It sounds crazy, but that was the truth. Up until I started doing healing work, up until I got off birth control, up until I healed my eating disorders, up until I stopped starving myself and overworking myself, I did not poop. That was probably like three years ago now. Like one to two poops a week maximum. And there was one time I didn't poop for six weeks. Oh my goodness. Now, the heaviness that you feel and the just oh, quality of food also fucking matters. Like if you're just eating a bunch of processed crap, I don't care how much fiber is in your fiber cereal. Like it's, it, it's not going to do your body fucking good. You're not supposed to be putting that shit in your body. End of story. And sure, eat the cookies, eat the cereal, whatever. The majority of your food needs to come from whole fucking natural foods, well-balanced meals, etc. But when I didn't poop for six weeks, I had started my dietetic internship. And it was like this, just like the most stressful time in my life. And I had lost my grandparents. Um, Joe had lost one of his grandparents. And... It was just, I I took laxatives, literally nothing came out. And like, I was in the middle of like treating a bunch of patients in the hospital who were coming in for like not pooping for four days because as a dietitian, you get called into like any like nutrition related thing. And I was like, these people are going like four or seven days without pooping and admitting themselves. And I've gone six weeks, like it was like one week, two weeks, three weeks. And finally when I shit, like I remember texting my, my uh, preceptors who were like watching me as a dietitian, not poop, but like overseeing my work as a dietetic intern. And they were so fucking happy. It was like little fucking pellets. And I still don't even know if that six weeks of poop came out of me ever. But (laughs) like use it as a sign that something is wrong. It doesn't doesn't need to be six weeks. It can be just not every day or it just being really hard for you to go. And I'm not talking about once in a while or like once a week kind of skipping or you know, whatever, it's like, or before your period, you kind of get constipated, and then you have period poops, and it's just a thing, like, that's not what I'm talking about, I'm talking about every single day you need to be pooping, okay, because that heaviness, and that just holding on to things, is indicative of so much that's going on in your body, life, and habits, okay, enough with the poop talk, (laughs) okay, next sign that you are not thriving, is you're feeling anxious continuously, I used to think that anxiety and just feeling like that was just normal because it was my normal. It's literally my whole family's normal. Many of them are on antidepressants. Many of them are um, take Xanax and other prescribed things. And for a while, I kind of self-soothed with marijuana. And I'm not saying those things are bad. Like you do what you need to do to function as a human, but know that you don't have to stay on medications if you don't want to. Find somebody who can help you. Don't just stop taking them and be like, okay, Johnny said I can be off them and I don't want to be on them. But actually get help. Like if that's your route, take your fucking route. But you make that decision. 
but get help from somebody who has knowledge in the field of what you need help with, okay, and improving your anxiety medication free, because trying to do it on your own is really fucking hard, I did it on my own, and eventually I got help, I did it on my own for a little while, um, but the amount of help that I got was fucking amazing, Jessica Benstock, if you um, need somebody, go to her, I will recommend her time and time and time again, it's very, it's costly, way more costly than your um, insurance paying therapy, but if you've been to your therapist consistently and you're still kind of struggling, um, either find a new therapist until you feel like you're progressing every single week or continuously, or um, if you just need help, I recommend Jessica Benstock, but feeling anxious every single day is not fucking normal. Like there's moments of anxiety as a human, but learning how to cope with that is normal. What's not normal is having this built up fucking anxiety and running your life from this like headless chicken place, this like go, go, go place, this like get shit done mode or the debilitating anxiety that doesn't allow you to get out of bed or that causes you to use substances, weed, alcohol, you know, I've, I've worked with a lot of people on their nutrition and one of the biggest things that really happens is that people stress eat and I'm not saying that's like not a normal response and I'm not saying like, oh, just stop stress eating and go for a walk instead. Like, yes, going for a walk will help, but it's not going to get to the root of it. Like learning how to navigate this world and learning how to navigate your emotions. Honestly, the world is just external. The way you respond to it is internal. So reflecting internal is really important to really realize that, like learn what your anxiety is coming from. Don't just put, you know, blankets over it and start scrolling on social media and just numb out with TV and, um, I don't know, whatever coping mechanisms you have. Like, it's not, it's normal in our society to, like, once a week go and, like, binge drink and, um, you know, or get high every night or whatever. And I'm not saying those things are bad, but you have to determine if they're bad for you and you have to determine your intention with it. You know, there are still times I take edibles and stuff like that, and but I don't need it on a daily night to sleep. And for me, that was a way that I was using it. And like every time I used it, I kind of knew like, uh, this probably isn't the best, but I kept going anyway and kept doing it anyway because, oh, well, a lot of it's prescribed as to help you fall asleep. Like your body should be able to fall asleep naturally. I'm not talking about like once in a while having sleeping issues, but if you're having sleeping issues every night or anxiety about falling asleep or whatever, there's some work to do. Okay. And I don't mean to trigger you, but I also kind of do because I want you to know this isn't necessary for you to deal with. Okay, the last thing that I have for you guys, because then I have to go work out. Um, the last sign that you're not thriving is you don't feel light, open, loving. You don't feel this like ah, energy. <laughs> this just like you can take a breath of fucking fresh air and feel really fucking good. Um, you know, when I years ago, I didn't know what this light feeling felt like. I had I don't think I ever had it like. My dad passed away when I was five and I just never, from that moment on, I literally just shut down um, emotionally. And I've had, I had inklings of what it felt like to be happy. I had inklings of what it felt like to, you know, feel light and feel hmm, 
like myself. And then some point along my journey, I just really lost that. You know, and I got stuck in work and stuck in um, disordered eating patterns and just needing to like achieve things and needing to be leaner and all of these things where those things aren't necessarily bad. I still achieve, I still am getting leaner, like whatever, but it's not from this space of not being me. It's not from a space of trying to just achieve something, to avoid something. Um, And daily I feel light, I feel open, I feel loving. And again, if you have all these negative emotions just weighing you down, it will prevent you from feeling this inherent lightness that we get to feel. You know, people who you just see and you're just like, how are they having so much fucking fun? Or how are they building their business and they're doing this? And, you know, like it just seems like effortless. It gets to be like that for you too, but you have to do the work to get there. Okay. I talk about what that work is all the time. We've gone through a lot of it in this podcast. But my recommendation after this podcast is to just sit with what comes up for you. Whatever angered you, whatever triggered you, whatever um <laughs> whatever just really like hit home for you or was like, "Oh, fuck you." You know, like whatever it was, I'm happy to provide that like moment for you where you're like oh shit that that really sucks to hear or that really is triggering me right now like I know that (laughs) you might not like me for it and I know that you're going to combat it your ego is going to combat it but there's a part of you that knows that there's a better way of living and I want you to explore that okay it's not an easy journey at all getting to a place where you're deeply thriving is not easy But it's possible. And I want you, I want every single one of you to feel that. So sit with whatever came up for you. Do not avoid it. Um, I just need to do this whole deep process, just sitting there and journaling, like what came up for me as Johnny was talking. Um, And then if you need any support, reach out. I can either help you. Um, We could talk about how we could work together or I can guide you in the right way so you don't have to process things alone. Um, so yeah. Oh, I will put my one-on-one link down below. I don't have any spots currently for a full-blown one-on-one client, but, um, normally like we work together for six months, et cetera, et cetera. But I do have just, uh, spots open for you to book one-on-one sessions with me. And then you get email access to me for two weeks after. So if that is something you want and there's something that's coming up for you that you want support with, if I feel like I can support you um just dm me and then you could book a session or if you just know that you definitely want my help on this you can just go directly and book a session and i will email you um with some times i have available over the next two weeks and we'll find a time for you to work work with me heal some stuff and really get to this place of thriving um i hope that this podcast deeply 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 served you um if you felt any way about it please let me know and i will see you guys tomorrow